Good morning, Christ Church. Good morning again to you. So good morning, indeed, although we find ourselves, some of us, wrestling with trouble all around us. If I had to tag the sermon this morning, I would call it assurance in trouble. Assurance in trouble, and yes, it's coming from the Psalter. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Yesterday, while driving home from Girl Scouts and then that's following on the heels of dance, our five-year-old daughter, Gabrielle, she's sitting in the back and she's having her own time of, it seemed, sheer excitement. And I'm in my head thinking about the list of things that I needed to do after her schedule ended. But those who have young children, you know your schedule is always their schedule. And so finally she gets my attention and it startles me. And she says, Mommy, I'm asking you a question. What is it, dear? Do wishes always come true? Hmm. I pause for a moment. I said, sometimes they do, and at others, they don't. And then I asked, what makes you ask? She told me some things about what had taken place in Girl Scouts, so I asked her, do you want to share your wish with me, or do you want to wait to see if it comes to reality? I'll wait. said, okay, I'll wait. I think about this moment and then this season, and for me in that very short span of time, what an intriguing question. What an intriguing question, Christ Church, for us on this final weekend of the church year as we look now to this reign of Christ Sunday, a time when we remember that God is sovereign of all. And yet, some of us, We can't shake off the trouble. Trouble all around us. Some of us may have conveniently forgotten, but I saw in the writing of Dale Fletcher, not one that I'm an avid follower of, but it was in 2008 and he wrote just before the election of our current president, Barack Obama. He wrote, Thinking about our country's crisis right now in the economic world, you could easily substitute some words for this psalm and it would apply today. So we will not fear, he writes, even if a financial crisis comes in and the stock market plummets to new lows. Let the retirement accounts plummet and crumble and let the people on Wall Street and the stock market tremble as our confidence in the economy is at an all-time low. The key in these verses is found In verse 1 and 2, God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble, so we will not fear. So, Christ Church, as we enter a new week and reflect on the one that has just ended, some of us are trying not to give in to becoming weary. 
We see sadness, frustration, anger, bitterness, fear, and anxiety existing all around us. For a good many of us and others across this nation, we sense trouble in our midst. We sense trouble in our spirits. That's right, sisters and brothers. I want to talk with you today about trouble. Trouble is an equal opportunity disturbance. Trouble is as diverse as we are a congregation. There is old trouble and young trouble. There is male trouble and female trouble. There is Asia trouble and Latin trouble. There is black trouble and white trouble. There is trouble when you're short and trouble when you're tall. One thing is for certain, trouble is all around us. Has anyone ever had trouble in their lives? No, not you. One thing I've always said, illness like trouble never comes at a good time. Trouble comes at the most inconvenient times. Always plaguing us, startling us, sometimes knocking us into a tailspin. But down south where I grew up, we sang a song that helped me put some perspective to my trouble. And it says, trouble in my way, I have to cry sometime. I lay awake at night, but that's all right. I, I know Jesus will fix it after a while. Well, Christ Church, today on this Reign of Christ Sunday, also known as Christ the King Sunday, do you know that our God can fix it? How many of us here can say we have never been in trouble? I would ask you to raise your hands, but I think we'd be surprised. It means we intentionally, as according to the psalm writer here, decide to settle down and concentrate on listening for the voice of God. It gives us an opportunity to clear out voices and concerns that the people around us are always shouting and center on God. The problem is that we don't take full advantage of this opportunity to be still and know that God is God. Unless we reach a clear moment when God can be heard and understood, we keep moving about with frustrations and predicaments we would otherwise give over to the Lord. I'm glad the psalm writer today is giving us some encouragement. I'm glad he is telling us, in a sense, not to worry. I needed that. I'm glad he is confident in the one who created us. I needed that. Too many people are simply filled with worry. They are so caught up with the anxiety that is provoked by a world that moves beyond the responses of human speed and the ability to find conclusions. In the final analysis, it really gets us nowhere. For some, the fear is subconscious. We, we don't know why we are behaving in a particular way. What we know is something is different in our midst. Something is different and something we haven't seen since Reconstruction. 
we realize that either for ourselves or someone very close, suffering will continue. Suffering will continue. Desmond Tutu said, dear child of God, I I am sorry to say that suffering is not optional. It doesn't matter where you are, where you find yourself, suffering comes to us all. Trouble comes and stands in our way. I'm glad the Bible teaches us to be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication make your request made known unto God. Because I need God to, to be with me. I need God to keep my heart. I need God to keep my mind. I need God to keep my soul when trouble is all around me. I need God to lift up my head. I need God to lift up my spirit. How about you? In the opening of our, in our text, the psalmist posits three major characteristics of the one main assumption. The assumption, God is. It is because God is refuge. God is strength. God is present help in trouble that for us, our major inferences, we will not fear. With that in mind, it was Maya Angelou who said, You may not control all the things that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. My faith in God, Christ Church, will not, cannot, shall not be reduced by what's going on in the world around me. Whatever I'm experiencing, whether a dive in the stock market, God is my refuge, or trying to pay my bills, God is my strength. God is a very present help in trouble when I find that I'm stuck and I'm wishing and I'm hoping and waiting to see if my wish comes true. The beautiful thing about this psalm and this time of the reign of Christ Sunday is that we are at the same time in the desert and in the promised land. The Psalms are our bread of heaven in the wilderness, our exodus. As Thomas Merton says in the 46th Psalm, we are reminded that God is our fortress. Well, how do we know this? We read and hear about a God who is omnipresent. God is present with us through life's travails. Not only is God present, God is a help to us. You know, some people we know and love, can offer us a ministry of presence. They can be present, but they can't really do anything more than that. They can be present when it feels as if the bottom has fallen out of our situation. They may offer great companionship for our anguish and our tears. They may help assuage our grief when we are mourning by sitting near us. However, God is said to be a very present help in a time of trouble. I needed that. God is said to be a very present help in trouble. We are told there are no needs that God cannot handle, so why worry? The faithfulness of God is clearly the answer to any concern or problem that we might have. 
I'm just glad that God remains faithful even when we are not. I'm happy that God remains faithful even when we turn and begin to question our faith. I'm just glad that God is faithful even when we seem to have that crisis of faith. God does not change according to how the wind blows. God does not renege on the promises made to us. God comes through even when our family does not. God comes through even when the doctors do not. God comes through even when your job does not. God comes through even when your spouse or your partner does not. And the sweetest part is, God is no respecter of persons or problems. If you're hungry, God is a very present help in your time of trouble. Thirsty, God is a very present help in the time of trouble. Unemployed, God is a very present help in the time of trouble. Yeah, we don't talk a lot about being unemployed and what it presents, but, you know, I always say, I've coined the phrase myself, money is never an issue until you don't have any. Never an issue until you don't have any. The same is true for health and health insurance. Health coverage is never an issue until you don't have any. So are we of one mind and one vision? Christ Church here downtown and Christ Church uptown? For if indeed we are, what hurts and hinders and provides trouble for my neighbor uptown hurts me too. The problems and the fears and the angst that my neighbor may have uptown gives me some angst too. But what are we to do with the injustices we see? Desmond Tutu says to us, if you are neutral in situations of injustice, you have chosen the side of the oppressor. If an elephant has its foot on the tail of a mouse and you say that you are neutral, the mouse will not appreciate your neutrality. And so loose gospel reminds us today that it is our faith in our Savior, Jesus Christ, which, te- which tells us about God's all-sufficiency. No matter what experiences we are having, God is sufficient and gracious. The God who is unchanging is kind and merciful. An important psalm here for us to consider. Psalm 46 is not just important for its future eschatological significance. No, this psalm has significance in the present moment. I need help right now, and God is a very present help in my time of trouble. My grandmother would say it this way, trouble don't last always. Yes, I like to believe my grandmother knew something about living, And I believe my grandmother and the old saints of the church, and I believe they got it right. They knew that we have an assurance in trouble. And they knew that God is sovereign over all. And so I'm glad today that even for those of us who believe there is trouble, and for some of us, it's not knocking at our door, but we see others who are feeling a little trouble, we might be able to offer them a word of encouragement. And I remember how they would sing that song, Yes, a mighty fortress 
This our God has been around for centuries, but my people down south, my grandmother's way would sing, trouble in my way. And I'm not a singer, but I ask you to pray right now that the Lord would touch your ears. Trouble in my way. I have to cry sometimes. Trouble in my way. I have to cry sometimes. I lay awake at night. That's all right. Jesus, he will fix it after a while. See, if I were down home, they'd start. Trouble in my way. I have to cry sometimes. Trouble in my way. I have to cry sometimes. I lay awake at night. But that's all right, because I know Jesus, Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. After a while, when you're hurting, Jesus will fix it. When trouble is in your path, Jesus will fix it. This is not simply pretentious rhetoric or colloquial speech we find among the faithful. God is our refuge and defense. Yes, a bulwark never failing. And I right now am having some trouble talking about the bulwark, you know, the wall. I, I can't go there, but I am still confident that God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. For in the end, and even right now, not in the future, but in this present moment, God is a very present help in time of trouble. And I know that even though trouble is in my way, and I have to cry sometimes, I may even lay awake at night, but that's all right. I'm confident in the knowledge that Jesus will fix it after a while. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.